Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How about that, oh, yeah. Al? I, uh, no, yeah. I had the... What do you mean? No, yeah. Why are you in a bad mood? What happened last night? Why do you have the look on your face? What, what's going on in your world? Why are you so a uh, little little quick, a little, little fast? What's going First on? First of all, I think I got home three hours ago. Okay, That's, That's fine. number one. Ah, suck it up. You'll be fine. You're a young man. Number you, two. You, you can carry it. Uh, number two. Yeah, actually, you know what's funny? That part's not the problem. The problem is, uh, what the hell is going on here? What, what do you mean? And then for you to kind of start the, yeah. No, I'm excited. No, yeah. What do you mean? Of course there is. I'm gonna. It's a beautiful day outside. I'm in a good mood. It's wonderful being right, even if it's something you didn't want to be right about in the first place. It's a. Uh, it's a good day. I, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm feeling pretty good. I, it's just the the universe feels like it's lining up for. What Travis do we got? Football today. this weekend. What time of the game? There is on Saturday? football this weekend. Uh, I don't know about Saturday. Rams pregame shows 10 a.m. Sunday morning. Myself Saturday. and Kirk Morrison countdown to kick off. We have going on. <laughs> I what's, don't know. You, you'll you'll be doing Laker games. Uh, When's daylight savings time? When do we get another hour? <laughs> yeah, we should get on that. We should that they should move that up. I'm going to do the Kramer and just do it on my own, right? Just decide to you know today's the day. I just it, it's no longer 9:58. We're going to spring forward. It's now 10:58, and uh, I'm going to live my life from from that point uh, forward. All right, wait, you wait, know, real, real quick before you go anywhere, yeah. I, I actually so I'm a Seinfeld fan. Yeah. I did not. I never saw that episode. Kramer moves the clock up. Oh yeah, he decides. That does that. He, he just does it a couple of weeks ahead of time. He'd had enough of the dark, the long, the short days, and he just That's moves it. The up greatest himself. thing that I've ever heard. <laughs> Kramer just decided, Nah, this is good. Let's go. We're with gonna this. do it. They should do that. The Lakers should do that. Just say, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to move to the playoffs. And we'll, we're going to get Anthony Davis back. We're going to stop playing. Jeez, and we'll just man. jump forward to the, the front of the line. Can I tell you a quick story real quick? What do you got, buddy? So, uh, you know I'm a truck driver. And you know that I uh, – Everybody um, in I'm L.A. knows man. you're a truck driver. <laughs> right. I drive okay. a Silverado, and it's awesome. Damn right. And I love it. Everything about it. You they pull work. up to construction sites <laughs> just to just see just all the contractors <laughs> and the foremans turn their yes. head and say, yes, that's a truck that. driver right there. Yep. I'm really hoping that no one ever goes and gets the security footage from the 76 station in Dana Point because here's what happened a uh, half hour or so ago. Okay, so we're, 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 I decide I have a little bit of time this morning. Oh, this is good. I already like where <laughs> this is going. And uh, I say, you know what? I need a little gas. So I, I yep. drive down to the gas station to uh, it's actually to funny. fill up. I pumped gas before the show, too. I'm just throwing that out there. We're, really hey, we're, we're like yeah. this. We're, we're, we're connected. Yep. We're, we're mm-hmm. of one mind, all of that stuff. And so I pull into the gas station. And there's a spot that I, I want to get into, only there's a minivan to my left and like yep. a little like, uh, what, what is that little thing that has like the British flag on the roof? What are those? Mini Cooper. There's a Mini okay. Cooper to my right. And and there's plenty of room to go between them and then slide over to the gas pump. Mm-hmm. But because I'm relatively new at the truck thing, and the truck is a little bit bigger than I'm accustomed to. The cars that I typically drive have been mm-hmm. sedans and, you know, SUVs and things like that. Um, 
I start going between these cars. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to make it. Now, sure. keep, keep, yep. keep in I'm mind. I'm with you on this. I'm, I'm already I'm, – I'm, I feel like I'm in the car with you saying, hey, there's another gas station four miles down. Let's go try that one. Let's go try so, that one. Keep it. Keep in mind, there's probably like four feet of space on both sides of the car. I got. I have plenty of room. Only mm-hmm. I'm not entirely confident in where I'm. So I get about halfway in, and I'm not gonna make it. And so I start to back out. Only I turned the wheel a little janky, and now all of a sudden, I'm way too close yeah. to one of the other cars. You're stuck, right? No, you're not, stuck. So you get, I did. You get out of the car. Turn off. Turn off the car. Take the I, keys with you. Call AAA immediately. <laughs> Almost. So I'm, I'm, ha- I'm having that thing where I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to wait here till the Mini Cooper guy comes back and pulls forward because I'm a little closer to him than I'd like. But I'm like, no, I can't do that. that that's, that's humiliating. Mm-hmm. I can't be that deal. Uh, and then I decide, you know, I, I can do that thing. It's you know, like a three-point turn. You go left, you back Just real quick, before you go any further, can you play yeah. Like a Rock in the background, just kind of light? <laughs> just play well, it light. I, light. I mean, I was in the Silverado. Yep. So I do, instead of a three-point turn, I end up doing like a 68-point turn. Like, <laughs> back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, just like slowly backing out of this spot. In the meantime, yes. people yes. are stacking up behind me. <laughs> To try to get into the gas station to go to work this morning. To give $6 was, uh, for a gallon. Yep. <laughs> it was. That's about what it was. So uh, my manliness may have been revoked this Let morning. Let me tell you I, something. I, I may be something. in a different uh, frame of mind. Let me tell you something. There's nothing more baller to me than you having a Silverado from Rotolo <laughs> and then having issues like this on your day-to-day. Like that, I don't know why that's the greatest combination but, I've hey, ever heard. So full tank of gas, not a, yep. the, the car is in perfect working order, didn't touch a thing, uh, filled up, drove away, and by the time I got back to the first red light, I was feeling like Bob Seger all over again driving my, uh, my Silverado. But it, know, was a, do, it was an interesting you know my, start to the day. My first, uh, first car I ever had, right, was <laughs> okay. a truck. And it was, just think about like the, how the trucks have evolved. Yeah, small those things used to be. Uh, they were just tiny. Yeah, they're a little bigger they're, now. They're, they're, and I'm not kidding. I had a Nissan Frontier, and the Frontiers were tiny. Remember the, the, the Tacomas back in the day? These cars were tiny. Like, they weren't that big of a deal to drive or anything along those lines. Uh, the Silverado that you're driving right now, I wouldn't Pretty know big. about it. It's a bus to me. That's It's cool. literally, it might as well just be a Greyhound. Yeah, it's about the same size. It and it, I, I was having that moment. You know, I, I don't know if you've ever had like an existential moment where you can almost like see yourself from mm-hmm. through the eyes of another, and you're looking at it. And I was that guy where mm-hmm. everyone else in the line is going, "Look at this idiot! Look, 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 look at this guy! What, what is he doing? Just, just go through. You've got." 10 feet on both sides just pull and, and instead I uh, it's like you, i was like, like a sweating year old sweating profusely <laughs> like a rock is still on oh, us yeah. i love that it was I yeah that. so that's even so even with that i'm still in a great mood al I, i'm i'm ready to go see you're you're already in a bit my I feel humiliation feel made you feel better I'm, I'm glad that you're in a much better spot want me to tell a story too yeah okay i got a story for you um well i'm gonna do this by the way i'm gonna keep uh Keep, you know, you deflect. deflect. Yeah, you just got <laughs> yeah, Hey, hey, what's going on over here? What's going on over here? <laughs> no, 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 don't um, look over there. I'm over here, yeah. here, here. Jazz hands. Okay, Trev. Yesterday I was at the game. I got Which high game? yesterday. What do you I got mean? high yesterday. Like contact high? Or you smoked? Or you ate an edible? What did you do? I was at Crypto.com Arena. Crypto.com. Minding my own business. Can I give the setup of this real quick? 
Okay. Go. This Forge is an horse. indoor stadium, the whole thing, all that. Okay. The way it works, the media level where we are. So you got the 100 section, and then where I'm sitting, John and Michael are in front of me to the left. Remember that guy, Michael Funches, we used to work with? Remember him? No. He's also no. in front of me as well. Take to the left is the engineer, and then, you know, from there, still in the first row, I'm in the second row. Behind me is the whole 200 section where all the <laughs> Laker fans are, okay? Okay. Point of the game, I'm like, what does that smell? Nah, it's come on. That's not weed. And then I just go back to, I go back to staring at the box score and, uh, and Stanley Johnson, okay? <laughs> right? <laughs> Go back to the right, game. By the way, yeah. I can picture it. Go ahead. Yeah. That's a very easy mental image for me to yeah, just, conjure. Yeah. Go just ahead. Go, right, go right back to the game. Then maybe another couple minutes go by, and I'm like, is that – is somebody smoking weed, like, directly behind me? Like, what is going on here? And then you start looking, and now it's like Billy Mack is turning <laughs> around. He's saying, what the hell is going on here? John and Michael, I know they smell it too. Uh, when I say that – it felt like I had somebody sitting right to my right smoking a J like they were at the Hollywood Bowl <laughs> and it was Reggae Festival 2022. I'm not kidding when I tell you this. It was as if somebody was right next to me smoking weed. I don't know where the Redcoats were. Redcoats were – I don't know if this was – I was they, just going to ask, yeah. Redcoats, I think, at that point were like, you know what? It is what it is. This is a rough game. You're playing the Pacers. Things aren't going as planned this season. You know what? Let's ease the tension a little bit. Pass that bad boy around and just enjoy the rest of your evening. Um, there came a point in the game where I think I got to like midway through the third quarter. You know what? Nachos sound good right now. I think I got that. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> I was like, you know, I, I think I have the munchies. I'm, I'm not kidding, Trev. Just, you know – Think about facilities you go to and everything else. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of comical because there was nobody within uh, a radius of a hundred people that weren't just all sitting there saying, "Who is smoking weed?" Like they're at they're in the middle of the Hollywood Bowl. It's the best way I could put it. Well, you got to think about what was happening. Like like you yeah. said, I mean, sometimes when you are experiencing something that you're sure. not enjoying, yeah. you're looking at something, you got to be a little anxious, you don't like it, you're trying to take the the sharp edges away. Maybe that's what was happening. Maybe people Pass it were around watching then. Why the I don't understand last night. I don't understand the selfishness. The Why so much <laughs> selfishness? That's what I didn't understand. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to share. That that's yeah, just share. that's just one on one no matter what it is. Yeah, it, they probably what it was, right? It it was I, you, you said this this morning, that this is a new low. I, I don't know. I just think it's the continued same low that they've been on for most of the season. I, I get that Indiana's a bad team. I yeah, get that the Lakers. <laughs> I guess. You they got a shovel yeah, and yeah, dynamite and an excavator and one of those drills you see on the side of the freeway. By the way, I hate driving by those things. Those giant like drills that go th- 400 feet into the ground. And they, make a, they, they shake the road when you go by. I, I don't like those things. That's a, a topic for another day. But... This is what it was. The difference is last night that Frank Vogel finally said, you know, enough of this. Enough of this. I'm going to get fired, and it's not my fault, but it's going to happen because that's life in the NBA. I'm the one that's going to pay the price first, but before it happens, I'm at least going to go down playing my five best guys, and he put Russell Westbrook on the bench for the final four minutes of the game, and now we are where I thought we would be. Maybe not quite this bad, but yeah, it not this bad. Roughly. This is no, this not, is different. not this bad. This is but next level. This is what my expectations were when this deal went down. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't fit. It just isn't a good fit for him. And then hearing Carmelo Anthony, I know we'll hear from all these guys, but it kind of was. This is the the death rattle 
of a coach. I got to try everything now because they're coming for me. But can, can I tell you something? I, I mean, for, for Coach Vogel, from his perspective, Trav, we were having this conversation about a week ago. Um, and then we were having the same conversation. I was having it with Michael Thompson yesterday. I was asking Michael specifically, Michael, who's guaranteed minutes at the end of games? Who's guaranteed minutes at the end of the games? You know who that is? That's LeBron James. Nobody else has guaranteed minutes at the end of games. I know this is going to be a big story today that Russell Westbrook didn't play in the final four minutes of the game and Coach Vogel is looking at this and saying, all right, well, I don't really care. I'm going to go ahead and play the guys that I think give me the best opportunity to win, which is actually you know, the, the quote from yesterday that he had after the game. I know that's going to be a storyline is, well, where was Russ in the last four minutes? Russ was having a bad game. Why? Why? Oh, Al, come on, stop. Wh- stop why stop, do we have stop, to justify stop, stop, Russell stop, Westbrook? Stop. Stop. We were not having. We were not having this come conversation on, a week ago. We were. Come on, Al. No, I know you were, but you. I mean, you can't. You can't do this. You, you can't do you what? You can't be surprised that Russell Westbrook getting benched at the end of the game is big news. You, you, you can't. You can't be. This can't be a throw-in at the end. That, that Russell Westbrook. No, I know. I know it's big news. Piece, it's huge news. It's I know it's story. big news, but that's yeah. the reality of the situation. The guy's not having a good year, nor is he playing well. Why does he have to be in at the end of a game? I don't because question what Vogel was doing. Because he makes $45 million a year because he's a former MVP, because he's the third star that was supposed to. That's why. You know the answer to the question. I Come get on, that. I get that. He's not LeBron. He's not Anthony Davis. He's not having a good year. I'm just What I'm trying to reiterate is I don't have any problem with Russell Westbrook not being in at, at the end of the game. I don't have any issue with that. No, I, I, I shouldn't be on the team. Never mind being the game. That's a whole nother issue. But this is a big, big deal. This just isn't, hey, they finally saw the light and they didn't play him at the end of the game because he was having a bad game. He got blown, but Karis LeVert kind of cooked him towards the end and that was the final straw. Like, Carmelo I, was getting cooked is, too. A lot of these guys it, are getting cooked. Uh, the whole team gets cooked yeah. on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. That, But that we're here, that it finally happened, that Frank Vogel, who, by the way, not a chippy guy, was a little chippy after the game, I, it, it's finally here. We're going to hear from Frank Vogel. We're going to talk about this. We're going to get your phone calls, 877-710-ESPN, on what went down last night, and more importantly, what happens next. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. All that and more. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I can't. <laughs> I don't think that's uh, – I think you're a little smoother than that, Al. It had I don't the, think you're a hey little lady guy. The Frontier had the stripe. Do you remember that? The old oh, the racing stripe. Had yeah. the stripe all the way the across. Graphics. I'm like, why is this on here? What are we doing? <laughs> Can I take it off? Is this like a sticker that comes off? Is it not? It was the least. You know how you drive your Silverado right now and you feel like, hey, yep. you're an intimidating individual, even though deep down in your soul you know you're not a deep, uh, an intimidating individual? Shh, don't tell anybody that. I know. <laughs> that truck, the Nissan Frontier, was yeah. so incredibly not intimidating. 
like to have a truck and it was that truck, it was like it, it balanced everything out perfectly. By the way, I think we found the culprit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I saw the I saw the text as well. That yeah. uh, <laughs> did Mace go to the game last night? So is, that, is that what right happened behind you guys? That game required <laughs> weed. Well, yeah, required if, a if lot you of lose, weed. you said something to me this morning. Now that I'm like, no, I think you misread that. That 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 can't be right. Indiana Pacers had not won a road game in two months. They hadn't that, won since November. <laughs> They don't want a no, road game since November. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's not the team that you want. That probably does take a little medicinal marijuana, right? November nineteenth. Or no, November twenty second. November twenty second. Yeah, that was the last. By the way, just to kind of put it in perspective as well, mm-hmm. um, they went through a streak uh, starting December twenty sixth, where they lost against Chicago, Charlotte, Chicago, Cleveland, New York, and Brooklyn. Beat Utah. Then they lost against Boston, Boston, Phoenix, and the Clippers beat the Lakers. <laughs> Yikes. Now, Indiana, look. In, Indiana Pacers, just to kind of add a little bit to this, the only time you hear about that franchise is they're in trade deadline talks, right? Like they're every one of their players. Karis LeVert, who had 22 points in the fourth quarter yesterday, he's in trade talks. DeMontis Sabonis, trade talks. Miles Turner, trade talks. It's the only time you hear about the Pacers. That's how bad they've been this year, and that's why I say, my friend, Yesterday was a new low. <laughs> I, I like that you're going low. Lee Corso on me all of a sudden. This is this is fantastic. I like you channeling other people. This is uh, exactly what I've been looking for. Look, it it's a weird deal because yeah. I was right. I was, I, and I've been I've been holding my powder back for a few weeks and a no, couple of months because <laughs> no, yeah. no, I have, I have, Al, I absolutely have. How many times have you heard me say? Look, he's part of the problem, but he's not the problem. But mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is, this is exactly what I told you. This is exactly what I told Mason. This is exactly what I told Flea, who called to yell at me about this. In fact, let's take a quick listen to old Flea, and I wonder if he'd like to have this one back. I thought it was important for me to call in and express my unabashed and wholehearted enthusiasm for this Laker lineup, and I cannot believe the dismissiveness, Travis, with which you're treating Russell Westbrook. This is absurd, ridiculous, outlandish, and you should be taken out into a public square and humiliated. This is ridiculous. What an exciting Laker team this is. Russell Westbrook is a killer. He's a madman. He's an athlete. Huh. That didn't age well. That's fake. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's fake news, bro. That never happened. Yeah. I've been listen, oh. I've done these shows with you. I never remember Fleet calling in. Yeah, me neither. Um I think that when I said, guys, Russell Westbrook doesn't quite understand or doesn't quite have the understands the wrong word. I, I I'm gonna take that back. Russell Westbrook, the way that Russell Westbrook is a great player is because Russell Westbrook has complete confidence in his ability to do anything on a basketball court. And that Russell Westbrook believes that the best way for his teams to win is for him to dominate. And then more often than not, he's been right about that. That's not what they needed. That's not what this team needed. What this team needed was shooting. What this team needed was a complimentary player. What this team needed was a lot of things, none of which he was. And now we've gotten to the point where the head coach of the Lakers, who's under fire because the team's underperforming, had to bench him at the end of a game. And and this is exactly because he can't quite seem to fit in for a variety of different reasons. But it just isn't a good fit. It's the proverbial square peg round hole, right? It doesn't 
work. And now the Lakers, basically, by doing what they did last night, are saying, yeah, it doesn't really work. And now the players, LeBron, Carmelo, everybody's trying to dance around it, but everybody sees it. And this, but- this, this, is, this was the concern from the beginning. This was the concern when we talked about this months ago. This is why it's different. It's different because not like this. Like I, when you were making your case, I'm sure part of your case was, okay, I don't think they're going to go win a championship. I don't think that they're going to go. Maybe it was more a deep run in the Western. Con- like you had your cases yeah. of this is Trav. This is nobody could have expected this. No, no, you're you're right about that. Al. If anything, and I that's didn't the go problem. far enough. Well, and, but, but, but but the reasons are the same. They're just mm-hmm. more extreme. The, 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 the reasons I didn't like it are the reasons it's not working. It's just actually worse than I anticipated. The, the the problem with, you know, you could just say the situation for the Lakers right now, it's not just that, oh, hey, they lost another game. I, I don't the, – the light at the end of the tunnel, if the light is, well, AD is going to come back and he has to be great, like great every single night. And even though he's told you with his play over the last year plus, hey, I'm not going to be great every night. I'm not. You're going to get sprinkles of greatness, but you're also going to get inconsistency. And, oh, by the way, um, I've had a lot of injuries over the last couple of years, so I'm not even guaranteed to be in the lineup all the time. That's kind of what they're depending on. But just to play off of what you just said, Trev, it's one thing to trade for another all-star Hall of Famer and it's not working. It's another level when you're 22 and 23. You're probably going to be in the playing tournament. If you get out of the playing tournament, you got Phoenix or Golden State waiting for you. It's going to be a wrap in the first round at this pace. It's gotten to the point, too, where a guy who's not chippy was a little bit chippy last night. Take a listen to Frank Vogel when he was asked about why Russell Westbrook was not on the floor for the final four minutes. Opted to go uh, with Russ on the bench at the end of the game. What were you... What, what, what were you looking for there? What was the thinking behind that behind that choice? Yeah, playing the guys I thought were going to win the game. Oof, that's that that's look. Frank Vogel for all he's he he gets the game right. He gets that people ask questions, he answers questions. Pretty thoughtful guys, pretty honest guy. It's very rarely where he's a little short like that. And that that type of and that look that wasn't a ten out of ten, but for him it was different. And the I what he's saying is he's not he's not one of my best five guys last night. I need to play my best five guys, and he's not. And it's the first time that that's been said out loud. There, we, we, you, you mentioned it what two weeks ago about hey, look, why you know sometimes maybe at the end of the game he shouldn't be there. It's been obvious, but the difference is now the coach is saying I'm going to play my five best guys, and at least last night he was not one of my five best guys. That's Actions. a big deal. Actions speak louder than words. It's one thing to say what he said post game. No, he did it. He didn't play yeah. the final four minutes, right? Like he didn't. the 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 Lakers were in a game against the Pacers that they desperately need. You're going to go on a six game road trip. All that stuff that's coming up. Uh, it wasn't what he said, even though what he said is kind of powerful. But it's also his actions. His actions were, yep, you sit right here next to me over these last four minutes of the game. Yeah, it, it it's a big statement, but but literally and metaphorically, the action and the actual statement itself. Let's go to Lancaster and Ricky. Ricky, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Ricky? Hi, what's going on, guys? Uh, Trav, it's all right. Silverado, you'll make it next time. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Ricky. Appreciate it. <laughs> I've been also. I've been in your corner since the trade happened. It, it made no sense to me, and now we see it. Cleveland. You needed 
you needed that last night. You should go find that person that was in crypto. <laughs> I was looking. That that's Mason, actually he's got that, his number in the phone. Yeah, <laughs> that was part part of the most frustrating part of it is I didn't know was there a dealer out there behind me. Like I didn't I didn't have any connections. I didn't have anything. So that was the frustrating part, Ricky. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> get him on the next one. Um, I now my point would be Vogel being. You could say, like you said, a little chippy. That's exactly what we need. That fire, it should, I don't think the fire should be set under him per se. It's more or less on the players, in my opinion. I've been watching the games. I'm as angry as everyone else. But that attitude, he takes that into the locker room. They've got to also feel that. They've got to understand that their jobs are on the line as well because he's probably going to get the – he's going to get cut. But I wouldn't – per se blaming. It was the right thing to sit Russell. He didn't have the best night. And also, I heard uh, Emily's banging. People sliding to the DMs. I just want to see what she's looking like, too. That's all I got, guys. <laughs> hey, well, let's, let's, thank you, Ricky. Let's be respectful about all of this, right? We're going we're gonna to make sure that this is handled in a respectful way. We're, we're Very gonna, wholesomely. But, yes, yes. Thank you, Emily. That's, a, that's the right word. We're, we're a wholesome show, to be sure. So uh, that's up to Emily. That's a, how she wants to handle that with her DMs. That is entirely her decision. Uh, Al, go ahead. And by the way, you want we, to jump in. and Travis and I, just so you know, um, we filter everything through Emily's social. Like we are, we are the gatekeepers. gatekeepers yeah, right. we're the gatekeepers. You got to get through us first. That's the only way Connor got through. I mean, Connor, there was a the he vetting we went through for Connor. I, I felt like he was trying to get into the Navy SEALs or something. You know what I mean? Like that's how that's how detailed it was. But um, you know, it, it, it's funny. One of the points Ricky makes about there is something trav that i i genuinely feel this you can you can gain respect from players or you know if you're in a leadership position where that person that is just supposed to get this because of his contract or because of his name or something along those lines when you pull some of that stuff away and say yeah i'm not playing that i i i'm in a results driven business if i don't get results i don't have a job and Vogel's in that position now where it's kind of like, I don't give a you-know-what. If every report that's coming out about Frank Vogel over the last couple of weeks has been about him potentially losing his job, we, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Was Vogel the Lakers' first choice when they hired him? He wasn't the second choice. He was clearly not the, the top right. choice. When right. other contracts were going out for five-year deals, hey, this is the market. The market is coaches usually get a five-year deal when they sign. I, and I don't know, remember it off the top of my head. I think Luke Walton got a five-year deal when he went to Sacramento. I'll have to double-check that. It's not like Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel has been the company man this entire time. Hey, whatever you need me to do, I'm going to do it. Hey, you want some input on the assistant coaches? Sounds good. Hey, you're only going to give me a one-year extension after I won an NBA championship? Sounds good. He's been the company guy. Then you kind of start reaching a point, and Trav, I'm sure you've been in a position like this before, if you know you're one foot out the door already, that people are basically saying, uh, people are basically saying that if your job at this specific company could potentially come to an end, you might look at 4:30 at your clock and say, "Once happy hour, it starts at five. I'm going to leave at 4:30." You might be approaching your job a little bit differently. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, that was Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. With that in mind, Al. With that in mind, is Frank Vogel kind of 
freed up to do whatever he wants because we've all been there. We all know when uh, you're getting ready to move on to the next thing. We'll get into it next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, right now. Not right now, Maddie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not right now, Maddie. Al, I, I, know, I know you haven't. Um, we, we've talked about this before. You've never gotten sacked from a job, right? Um, No. I have applied no. for jobs and have not got them. Yeah, that's a little different. That So um, I think most of our listeners, I have, by the way, I, I am firmly in this camp, Um. Sometimes it doesn't work out, and they're going to yeah. tell you it's it's time time to time to move on down the road. And here's the thing: you can feel it coming. You can absolutely feel it coming. It, it is in the air. Though the winds start to blow the other direction, it's cold wind, and it's just a matter the of meetings time. Meetings are shorter. Uh, people are, <laughs> or you're not invited to them anymore. <laughs> uh, sales meeting at two o'clock. Say hello. No eye contact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just it, it becomes very. It's that I just don't care. Right, and I think that's where we are with Frank Vogel. Not that he doesn't care, but he's at that point. Like, I got nothing to lose. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to do what I think is best. I'm going to do what I, I need to do because I can't worry about this guy's feelings or that guy's feelings or this person over here or that person over here. I just got to do what's best because it's going to come to an end very soon anyway. It, it felt very office spacey last night where, hey, can you come in this weekend? No, I don't think I can do that. I I, I, I don't think so, Bob. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I got plans this weekend. I'm not coming in. Uh that's kind of where we are. I think that's what the Russell Westbrook was. That was the hey, look. The end of the line is here. I'm not. I'm not going to do it your way. I've been trying that. I'm going to do it my way. Grab a seat next to me. Yeah, and and I, you know, I, I kind of make this the best example that I could give here is. I'm sure there's some of those players within that locker room. They're probably looking at Vogel saying, "Yeah, I get it. I understand it." You know, and, and I don't have to isolate one game for Westbrook because Carmelo was closing out the game and he was getting. Uh, you know, he had a good first half, but he was getting demolished on defense. It seemed like Karis LeVert was scoring on everybody. But Russ, Russ was having one of those nights. He was 5 of 17 from Got the field. Got such a good start, too. Got okay, look, look Trev, start. Trev, 5 of 17 from the field. And, you know, one of the things Russ want to give a, the, the man a compliment, he grabs boards and he gets assists. He had one rebound yesterday. I'm sorry, two rebounds yesterday and three assists. So it's not like mm-hmm. he was doing other things where you you know, you, you had to say, hey, this guy has to stay on the floor. 
And that's going to be, you know, a big part of the conversation of kind of what you do from here. Russ didn't speak with reporters yesterday, right? Now, listen, I could also tell you when Lakers lost to the Denver Nuggets on, what was that, Saturday night? Mm-hmm. LeBron didn't speak with reporters. It's not uncommon for a player to say, I'm not talking to reporters tonight. But more times than not, they do talk. Do I wish that Russell Westbrook walked up to a microphone yesterday and said, uh, you know what, guys, we, we just lost the game. I'm not coaching. Um, that this is, I, I don't have a decision of what happens there. Do I wish Russ, at the end of the game, instead of walking off with whatever, 10 seconds left or whatever the case is, stood there and dabbed all of his guys and all that stuff? I, of course I wish that happened, but that's not the case. And, um, you know, obviously Russ uh, probably not happy that he was sitting on the sidelines with, with Coach Vogel and the rest of the players. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. There is a a change in the wind, too. Um, By the way, I'm kind of curious how people exit their jobs. If people want to weigh in on your last last couple of weeks before you knew you were going to get sacked, I'll I'll take that story for sure. 877-710-ESPN. Take a listen real quick here to Carmelo Anthony because I I think this is telling. I think that this is – the proverbial wind blow in the opposite direction because it's not, hey, we're, we're, it was a night. It's one thing. It's not a big deal. This is the beginning of, hey, we got to kind of maybe do things a little bit differently than we we're doing before. Here's Carmelo. It's an adjustment. I, I can only, I, I know, I think I know what he's, what he's dealing with, what, what he's going through. I've, I've been there before. I don't, I don't think it was anything personal, you know, from, from coaching. So you say sucked him out in four minutes. I think Malik came in or something like that. But I, I don't think it's it's nothing personal. It's just something that you know he's he's not used to. You, you would think somebody like that would be on the court. But you know, with with the floor of the game, it's been times where I haven't been in the game, or you know, other guys haven't been in the game. So I don't think it's anything personal. It's just something that we got to we, we got to help him figure it out. I don't think anybody thinks it's personal. I, no, I, it's I, just I, business. Yeah, this is the ultimate. It's not personal thing. And what Mello is getting at is. Hey, listen, I was an all-NBA player for most of my career. I was a star in this league. And it takes a minute to kind of wrap your head around the fact that you're not that anymore. I And he talked about I, I struggled with that, right? Carmelo Anthony was star in Denver, star in New York. He, he's a star. He's Carmelo Anthony. He's going straight to the Hall of Fame. So all of a sudden, when you're asked to play a supporting role, it takes a minute. And, and, and quite frankly, it may take more than a minute. And quite frankly, it may never happen. Carmelo was able to do it. And now we're trying to see if if Russell Westbrook is able to do it. The first part of the season, not so much. Because that's what they're asking him to do is be a complimentary player, and so far it hasn't happened. And instead, instead of oh, we're gonna, we're, we're, it'll it'll work, it'll work, it'll work. For the first half of the season, it was it'll work, it'll work, it'll work. And now it's, yeah, you know, we're transitioning into this other thing. It is just, it really changed last night. I know that it's a bad loss. I know that they're still 500. I know that they're still floating around the back half of the Western Conference playoff picture. But there was a change in tone. There was a change in purpose. There was a change in just. The, the, the vibe around this team last night because it's everything's out in the open now. We're not – hey, Russ probably shouldn't play. Russ yep. didn't play. Yep. It, it's a very different moment this morning than it was going into this game last night. So, you know, it's funny when you say Russ has to adjust to a different type of role. You know, it's actually it, – since he's been with the Lakers, this – you know, obviously just this 44 games or whatever the case is – he actually had every opportunity to just play like Russell Westbrook. The problem is he's not playing well. So it, let me explain what I mean by that. There was a good portion of the season to start off where LeBron wasn't there, and it was Russ and AD, right? And then finally, 
I, I think they've only played a handful of games together total, whatever that is. It's six, seven, eight games, whatever the case is. Um, and then there was a point in the season where now AD has been out. So actually, Russ, the complementary player or whatever the case is, um, that that's not exactly the case so far with Russ this year. That's supposed to happen when all three of the guys are there. He's actually had the opportunity this season so far to kind of be Russ, the way Russ was with KD, the way Russ was with James Harden or with Bradley Beal, where there's only two stars. Because the three-star thing has almost not happened at all. The problem is even with two stars, you're now looking at situations. Last night, as an example, you know what? We're probably better off with Russ on the bench for these final four minutes of the game. All right, let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Pico, Rivera, and Michael. Michael, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Michael? Hey, what's up, Travis? What's up, um, heard you guys talking about uh, stories about people getting uh, let go from jobs, and if we knew it. Yep. Uh, well, I was, I, I was once employed with, uh, with In-N-Out. I, was, I worked there for probably about three years, um, and they have a policy where you're not supposed to have tattoos. Uh, however, I got hired, even though I already had the tattoo, um, the guy who was running the store eventually got let go, and a new guy came in. And the moment he seen the tattoo, he just he gave me an ultimatum. He said, "Either get it removed or quit." Hmm. And it's a it's a tattoo of my mom's name on my bicep. So I just took it upon myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm just not even gonna. I'm not gonna do either. So the very next day, I get called into the office, and they they hand me my last check, and it wasn't even a last check. It was straight up cash <laughs> without giving me a real heads up. So I they, just walked just in there. The I next got my day? And, yeah, the very next day. Did you did you like take a couple of double doubles for the road or something? Did you get your you <laughs> saw something? I, I mean, you would you would figure, but that's not the way the kitchen ran. So uh, <laughs> they basically just brought me straight to back to the office. I wasn't able to get next to the kitchen like nothing. So they just handed me my cash in the envelope and made me sign a paper. Michael, and said, get Michael, out of there. why why is the guy honking so angry? Can you make <laughs> eye contact? There, what is he? Can you describe who the person hey, no, is? My, my bad. No, my bad. I'm actually at work. I work in a warehouse. Oh, got it. I just have got my it. I have my AirPods on listening to you guys. Awesome. Well, Thanks we appreciate call, you calling Michael. in. Thank you for listening in. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. Uh, I thought he was know. in New York City. There were 17 taxi drivers. <laughs> Times Everyone Square. was honking the horn. He's in Times Square. <laughs> yeah, move, move, get it. Yeah, that was. Uh, well, hey, do you I, remember? Do you remember yesterday we were talking about how you like you want one of the Ashleys was? Do you want to see the person who cut you off? Or and I was like, yeah, I want to see who that person is. I wanted him to kind of describe who that person is that keeps honking, but we didn't get that opportunity. <laughs> Speaking of people that are honking, I, I didn't get a lot of honks when I was trying to get gas this morning, trying to maneuver my Silverado. But uh, TFP writes, I want to know if Trad not, uh, Trav nods his head or tips his hat when he makes eye contact with a real truck driver or waits for them to do it first. Uh, here's the thing, and let me give you a little secret about truck guys since I am one. Real truck guys recognize real truck guys. Those guys know I'm not about that life. Now, I'd like Slee, I could trick you in that I'm a truck guy, but the real guy that's got the Silverado, he knows that I, if I can't pull it into the gas station without making a 48-point turn, he knows I'm a fraud. He knows that I'm not that guy. You know the first thing that went to my mind when you read that tweet, I'm thinking in my head where you're trying to get the other truck driver's attention, and the truck driver's like, really, look at this guy. Like, are we really doing this? Either yeah. do it smooth, you know, kind of do it like a quick little casual hello, a little kind of salute type of thing. But you're there like waving like this, like way too aggressive. He's like, what hey, are you hey, doing? I got one too. I've got one too. Look at me. Mine's gray. Yours is yellow. Isn't this great? 
Where should I get gas? Where do you guys get gas? Is there like a special station that I've driven by? Like, is there a part of the community where you guys go to fill up so you don't have to deal with this stuff? I need the I need the handbook. All right, hey, did you see? Coming up next, Stravinsley, seven ten ESPN. What do you got for us, Taylor? What am I supposed to see? What did I not see? What have I seen? There's so many things to see. Well, this is something that you have seen. Okay. You saw that our very own producer, Emily, is set to go on a blind date with a listener this Saturday, right? Yes. Yep. We'll all be there. One o'clock. <laughs> so I have a question. Have you ever played matchmaker with friends, and do you think that's a good or a bad idea? I have not. Uh, um, well... <clears throat> It's happened where one of my male friends has, uh, what's the proper terminology, uh, spent time with some of my uh, wife's female friends, right? That this is, this is, it happens when you get single people together. This was, you know, this was a long time ago. Uh, but yeah, you, you have moments. But I have never said, hey, John, I think you'd really like um, Maria. I, I've never, I've never put people together like, you guys should go get that cup of coffee because it, look, what are the odds that they get married? Low, right? What are the odds that that relationship ends perfectly? Low. I don't need to be responsible for that, Al. I, I, I do not need to be Chuck Woolery. I do not need to put people together, Bob Eubanks, any of this. I, I, I'm good. I, I'll let you find your special someone. All right, so I'm not a, <clears throat> I'm not a uh, matchmaker, but uh, it definitely has happened, and no problem with it. You know, I, I think a lot of times for – People, there is, you know, sometimes there's a wall up or you need a good icebreaker or something along those lines. It's up to those two once you make the introduction. But I don't think it's a big deal at all. I think it's actually, especially if you know somebody and you know a couple, you know what, you guys, if you guys grab, I think you guys should grab a cup of coffee. They don't want to do it. They don't have to do it. But I, I, some people look at it as like, absolutely not. Other people are like, yeah, let's, uh, let's see, let's see what happens here. (laughs) I have a story about being a great matchmaker. So at my previous job uh, at, the headquarters of ESPN in, in Connecticut. I had a friend. Uh, oh, oh, it was not a friend. It was a mutual friend yep. that First was moving to time. Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then I uh, met her and her mom for lunch while she was coming to Connecticut to look for a um, an apartment. And then I, when I met her, I was like, my friend Connor would be perfect. So I told Connor. I showed her pictures. He's like, oh, she's way out of my league. I can't do that. And so when she finally moved to Connecticut. I set us all up. We all, a bunch of our friends went to a pool party, and then the rest is history. And they are dating for three years now. So good for me, matchmaker. That's good for uh, Connor. I, I, I gotta, that's what I'm talking I got to tell you this, Con- Connor, your friend Connor, lame dude. Who looks at a <laughs> beautiful woman and says, "Oh, she's out of my league," dude? Con- hey, she's yourself. really pretty. So uh, fine. Guy, I don't care if was the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> you know what? You he don't didn't say need? I kid. She's out of my league. That's you know what he didn't goodness. need. He didn't need Travis sitting right next to him when he said that. I don't know if you would have helped the situation. Out. <laughs> I would have made it far worse. Because yeah, yeah, I, like, I, I mean, is there I'm, anything more? Said, yeah, passive? Oh, she's too pretty for me, dude. Girl, backbone. Let's go. Go say, hey, she's gorgeous. Let's go do these things. Let's let's go get that coffee. Emily says we'd be a great fit. Let's go. Be more oh, like Connor and OC. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Connor and Costa Mesa. Different Connors. What's next, Taylor? Okay, did you see Daniel Radcliffe is set to play Weird Al Yankovic in an upcoming mm-hmm. biopic? We talked about that in the dump yesterday. So, Travis Lee, if they made a biopic about your life, who would play you, and how would the first scene unfold? 
Uh, well, probably. I see. I, I like those formats where you kind of start at the end and then you go back to see how we got here. So I think the movie opens with me trying to move my Silverado into the gas station. Sure. I think the opening yep. scene is you know it's kind it's kind of like Meadow trying to park her car at the end of Sopranos where you just can't kind of get it into that parallel spot. Um, as far as actor, I, I've been told that Chaz Bono and I have a, a, a passing resemblance to one another. So if he'd like to have that role, uh, yeah, he he could have that. So that's uh, I, I think that's it. We need to get him in a truck. We need to get him at the gas station. We could start shooting this afternoon. Okay, so Taylor, I have no idea who would play me. Um, Stanley Tucci. Was that the dude you said one time? Yep. You look okay. a lot like Stanley Tucci. Right, I can we'll, see it. We'll yeah. go Stanley. And the opening scene would be me in front of my TV at age nine. Okay. <laughs> Magic throwing the ball <laughs> I knew it. I would have, against the I would have Blazers on the other side of the floor <laughs> and then throwing his hands up saying the clock expired. That's the opening scene. And then from there, there's just ups and downs of the life within the Los Angeles <laughs> that, Lakers. That's a lot a of ups. Start. A lot of freaking been, ups. There's some wiffle ball stories, I think, that I'd like to be told in, in the biopic about Travis. Uh, maybe a little bit of high school. I, I, I like my adult life the best. I, I it could be. That's you know what version. it could be? could be just a pickup game. <clears throat> and then me just saying. By yourself with the chairs? No. No. <laughs> no. Me just saying that that's a foul. And the guy <laughs> saying, I literally didn't touch you. And then the next possession down, that's three in the key, guys. Got to get out of the key. <laughs> I like it. Is that I, not the worst? By the way, is that Emily, not the worst? Pick up need- basketball. <laughs> pick up basketball where guys are literally trying to call like an offensive foul. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's ridiculous. There's no such you, thing. Emily needs to reach out to the uh, producers and director of that double-teamed movie to put together the Alan Sliwa story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that'll be amazing. basketball movie, we should get the – either those are the guys that did Teen Wolf, one or the other. Those are the two greatest basketball movies of all time. What's next, Taylor? I'm paying to watch that. <laughs> I bet. Okay. Don't. Did- Please don't. Did you see that it's National Cheese Lovers Day? Mm. So this is a simple question. What is the superior cheese? The well, greatest cheese of them all. Okay. I mean, it, it depends on our application, right? Are yeah, we it depends. You, che- we, had a, we had a wine uh, a winery, and it's like right. cheese and crackers, or are we piling it on a sandwich? or it, Yeah, because th- there's different answers. If we're going to drink a little wine and have a, a baguette and sit under a nice pretty tree in a park and enjoy our afternoon – Little Brie's not going to be, you know. Bro, I was just going to say that. Brie, the spreading on there, too. It's fantastic. And there are people, I don't understand this. I I feel like it's a 50-50 thing. Some people hate Brie. Some people are like, no, I don't like it. I don't like that you can spread it on. I'm like, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. That's the whole point. Yeah, uh, but it's like melted and it's not hot. It's the it's the greatest combination in my opinion. If we're doing like you said, out hamburgers or sandwiches, and we're pl- mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to slap a, a just a sharp cheddar out of your hands. That's a great way to start. Okay, I'll put a stipulation on it. Okay, since so it's Cheese Lovers Day, it's got to be yes. by Pepper itself. Jack cheese. You, by okay, itself. so by itself, you know, because it's a little nutty. Um, it melts really well. Like so, if you're doing like some sort of fondue application, or you're doing some a little bit of wine, all of these things, um, Gruyere cheese, which is kind of it's French Swiss cheese, basically, it is terrific. So if you're telling me I just am gonna eat this brick of cheese with just itself, uh, and by the way, don't look at me like I've never done that, Sliwa. Don't look at me like that's not an option in my first life. Of all, I don't question any of that. I <laughs> just bite in the side of a block of cheese. I can see that. Just go, I Arr. would be lying if I said I've never done that. I, I have definitely done that. So, yeah, I'll do a little Gruyere. All right, one time in Oregon, went to the uh, Tillamook uh, factory. Sure. Yeah. 
I'm like, what? This is the greatest place ever. You know, you're obviously watching them put all the cheese together and everything else. And then at the end, they got all the ice cream that's. I was going to say, they make well. ice cream like, there too. I hope you got hell that. What is then. going on here? <laughs> so, what kind of cheese? You didn't answer the question. What's the cheese? One, one so cheese. Cheese by itself? Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know if I understand the cheese that you were just saying. I don't eat cheese by itself. Like usually, what? it's always like with something. Oh, my you don't eat cheese sticks. This is like the village all? Oh, yeah, yeah. all over you, again. You could do that. You know what? Actually, let me say this: mozzarella by sure. itself. Yeah. That's a good little. Uh, that's a good little selection right little, there. Little like marinated mozzarella balls and a little in oil and stuff. Have you ever had that? Those before, are too? terrific. That's amazing. The little little bit of tomato, a little bit of red wine vinegar on there. Taylor, uh, what's your cheese? Pepper Jack all day, every day. That's a really good choice. That because that that goes a lot. That melts really well. It goes on a sandwich. It goes on a burger. You can have a little slice of it. You can put it on a cracker. That's uh, that's second best to Gruyere. So that's I'm pretty good work by you. I'm pretty lactose intolerant, so I have to. I have to be a little wary with my cheeses, though. I always have to. I have to pay for it in the end, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's enough of that. Hey, <laughs> that, we're all no, a little I, lactose intolerant. Yeah, I guess. I guess. All right. Uh, one decision can change your football team's fortune. Look at the Rams. Look at what they did five years ago. Can the Raiders do the same thing? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.